This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Listeners, we have some favors to ask of you right at the beginning. Pastor Michael, what do we want them to do? Submit a question. Submit a question. Make it a good one. Yep. You can do that in one of two ways. You can go to the Village Church of Barlett app and submit a question there or listen to the podcast. Or number two, you can go to vcob.org. Right on the homepage is a button that says Q&A podcast question. Click it. Submit your question. And FYI, you can do them anonymously. Oh, yeah. So if you uh, have a question and you don't want us to know who you are, I would say actually three quarters of our questions are they are anonymous. I don't, I don't know what that tells us, but yeah. So number two, Tim is make sure that you're sharing this with friends, family members, foes, and those that would be blessed by hearing these podcasts. Yep. Yep. And number three, Michael, I forget. Oh, I got rate it and review. That's right. Rate, rate and, and review, review at yep. the iTunes store. Amen. All right. So here's our question for today. If Jesus bore God's wrath and our sin, then why does God send people to hell for their sins? So when I was, when I was in junior high, I would I remember thinking about salvation and thinking, okay, if Jesus paid the price for everyone's sins, then everyone's sins should be covered and paid for. Now you would think that, but that sounds like universalism. Right. right. Where everyone's going to be saved. Which Everyone we, is going to be forgiven. Which we know isn't true because in the Bible people go to hell. And that's so we know that that's not true. I think the vernacular, the word choices that we use don't exactly communicate the theological oomph and emphasis that mm-hmm. we need to communicate. So, you know, the question for me is when Jesus died, did he pay for everyone's sins? Mm. And the answer is no. No. Um, so let me give you an analogy. I want you to imagine salvation is like a Snickers bar. Okay. This right. is getting uh, pretty weird here. Yeah. So let's let's see if listeners just stick with Michael here. But let's objectively, can, Snickers yes. are amazing. Right? They are I mean, wonderful. Yeah. If God made a candy bar, it might be Snickers. So <laughs> so you have like salvation is a Snickers bar. And, and so God has this huge, Jesus has this huge Snickers bar. And he's like, I have the greatest candy on the, on the planet. Anybody who wants can come have a bite of this Snickers bar. Okay. Mm. Or another analogy might be that he went and he bought like 15 billion Snickers mini. Okay. And he's Mm. got enough for the whole world and anyone that's ever existed. Right. Um, And so now the question is like, okay, if you want one, all you have to do is ask. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll give it to you. You don't have to do anything to get it. You just need to like receive this. Like, I'll just ask me and I'll give it to you. There's no price you have to pay for this. I already purchased them all. Right. And and here's the, I think where the analogy kind of works is that, um, Jesus does not go hand every single person on the planet who has ever lived a Snickers bar the second they're born. Okay, um, the point of it is this: He has enough Snickers, right? If you want to talk about Snicker minis, he's got billions of them that could that could literally give the whole world a Snickers bar, or he's got one big gigantic Snickers bar, and there's enough for everybody to get their fill. Okay? There you go. But the mm-hmm. difference is, um, he paid for them, but he hasn't given them to them. So it's accomplished, but it's not applied. There you go. Make sense? Are we mm-hmm. following me? Was yeah. that weird when I got it out? Was all that right, I'm weird? following you here. All right. All right. I, I think, you know, just get it out of the spiritual language, get it to something we can all, all relate to. And all right. So let's just talk about a few things that we do know. <laughs> um, number one, Jesus' death could cover everyone's sin. Oh, yes. Ever. There's that, no yes. limit to it. And you might say, how does one man's sin do that? 
And it's uh, because he's God the Son. Right. And that is why his his death on the cross could yes. pay for everyone's sin. Right. Which is it's not because he is a good man or a good prophet. Correct. He is God. Yes. I'm not even gonna add to that because that was just like perfect. All right. So number one, Jesus' death could cover everyone's sins because he is God. God. Good. Number two, Jesus' death is not applied to everyone. He doesn't hand out the Snickers no. bar. To nope. everyone, hence hell. So, like, if you want to get into heaven, you got to have a Snickers bar, right? Mm. And you go get the Snickers bar from Jesus. He's not just handing them out. Like, you got to ask him, right? right. Good. Got it. Uh, number three, Jesus's death is only applied through faith. There you go. Yep. That's it. So, he has more than enough righteousness to apply to your account. He, his death has fully covered everything. It's capable of covering everything. But the only way to have it cover your sins is through faith. Faith. Now, mm-hmm. do I get my sins covered and paid for and forgiven by being good? The answer is no. No. No, faith, no, no. Faith. 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 That should be a rap song also. Number four, Jesus' death affects the whole world in that God's wrath was propitiated, big word, big that word. means temporarily appeased, okay? So, for example, when Adam and Eve um, sinned, why didn't God destroy them immediately? And Romans appears to communicate that God looked down the corridors of time to the death of Christ, mm-hmm. and it propitiated or temporarily satisfied or appeased the wrath of God. And uh, that's why God allows sinful humanity to exist, even though we keep sinning over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again. So the death of Jesus was universal in in, in one in one sense. Um, we'll go on. Number five, Jesus' death is only effective for those who have faith. Wait a minute. I just reiterated number three. It's almost like it's super duper important. Very important. Number six, Jesus was not expecting his death to pay for those he knew would not trust him. Mm. So Jesus is omniscient and in eternity past, God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit set in motion, the plan of redemption. Jesus was no victim. Jesus chose this. That's right. He volunteered, volunteered into this position. He was like, I will take that on. I'm the only one who can. This is so that's what Jesus did Jesus knew exactly who was going to trust him? Why? Because he chose him. He's really, mm-hmm. really smart. That's right. And uh, and so Jesus went to the cross. Yes, the death of Christ was capable of affecting everybody. Was for the whole world in one massive, huge sense, and that it propitiated God's wrath or appeased His wrath. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. Jesus knew exactly who he was going to the cross. Who sins would right. be covered by this. If you want to call that limited atonement, fine. Some people would say, I didn't go far enough. Some people would say, no, but it's for the whole world. Yes, it's for the whole world. Yes, it could cover anybody's sins. But only for those who will believe, who will trust in Christ. Right. And that and that's that's it. You know, and if Christ bore God's wrath and our sin, then why does God send people to hell for their sins? The question misunderstands what it means that Jesus We'll say paid. Yes. Uh, Jesus paid the price for those people who trusted in him. The price for your sin, if you have not trusted in Jesus, has not been paid yet. Although he has the cash in his account, Mm -hmm. if you want to speak. He has enough Snickers to satisfy God's (laughs) wrath. Okay, Um, But your sins have not been paid for until you trust in Jesus, although there's enough money in the account to cover it. 
That's a crass analogy, but it works because we use that word paid. So mm-hmm. hope that helps. Um, we need to think differently when we look at somebody who's not a Christian. I can't look at them and say, Jesus paid the price for your sins. Because until they trust in Jesus, he technically hasn't. has not. Yeah. All right, listeners, you will probably never look at another Snickers bar or eat another Snickers bar and think of anything but salvation. So hopefully that was a good analogy and hopefully you understand what scripture is actually saying that Jesus did die for the sins of the world, but you have to trust him in order for that to be effective in your life. Ooh, I like that. Jesus died for your sins. And if you want him to pay for your sins, you got to trust in Jesus. That's right. Drop the mic. So listeners, please come back next time when we answer the question, has anyone been saved by general revelation? Looking forward to speaking to you about that. 